Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The score remembers teammate, score legend, and Chicago radio icon, Les Grobstein, who passed away at age 69. Rest in peace, Grobber. We'll all miss you. This is WSCR and HD Chicago, WBMX HD2 Chicago. You're the pride and joy of Illinois Chicago Bears. Bear down. I mean, Grobber can hold a tune, sort of. Came out all right. I think he lost a bet there, I think, is what went down there for Les Grobstein. As we welcome you back in to Score Overnight, I am Mark Grody, and I am honored to be presiding over this this night for whatever you need for Les, whether it's sharing a story, whether it's laughing or crying, whatever the case may be. I don't know what Les would have wanted us to do. Who knows? I, I guess this, what we're doing right now. I think that that absolutely is the case. And a lot of you have sent text messages to me um, that are unnecessary. I'll re- read one of them and I'll respond. But, it, it, Mark, thanks for putting on this program. I'm sure you are probably mentally, emotionally, and physically beat right now. Les was always there when you couldn't sleep or out on the road. Les would really appreciate your doing this in his honor. You are a great friend and teammate of lesses and i am beat i i um yeah i mean i did the show this morning i have not slept since then i've had these grand delusions that i would have a nice four or five hour nap that did not happen but my bottom line here is i am honored to get to do this program i would have been mad if i was not asked to preside over this tonight it 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 was coincidence that i was hosting today because it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Dan Bernstein and Layla Rahimi took the day off today. So Rick Camp and I were scheduled to work. It's just the way it worked out. So the gods lined things up. Who knows? I may have been a part of the show anyway today. But the bottom line is I am I love it and I need it and I wouldn't have it any other way or I'd be angry right now and I would be calling and insisting that I am I am on the air and talking to Les Grobstein's callers. And to his colleagues, our friends, my friends, his friends, you at 312-644-6767. And we're going to get to a lot of those calls, including my guy Chris Ranji, who is up. And I am pleased to to bring him on here. What's going on, Ranji? Good evening, Are you there? Mark. Or, yeah, I'm here. Are you there? I am here. I okay. am, and I'm glad that you call because I've been I've been wanting to hear from some like people in the radio tv world and people that worked at the score now people that used to work at the score but it's it's always a tough trick in the overnight so i am genuinely happy that you are up and uh, calling in right now uh chris what what do you think of what's on your mind about les grobstein uh well i mean i got a text message this morning and it, it was have you heard and i said okay i hate those texts you know, yeah. like the, the vague, did you hear? And I'm like, clear, okay, I didn't. Um, Come out with and, it, let's go. Yeah. And so, so the, I mean, the first thing I did, I went to Twitter, and yeah. there it was. So I was, uh-huh. I was okay. 
Uh, I really wasn't expecting that. Um, I mean, I... I wasn't around him as often as you were, but I was at, you know, I used to work at night a lot, as you know, and so our paths would cross oh, yeah. uh, quite frequently. And actually, you know, the first time I ever heard of Les, um, I was at ISU, I was still in college, and Scott, his son, was there, a little bit younger than me, and I, and we just kind of got to talking, and, and somebody... Somebody there, and I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody in that was doing radio stuff with me at ISU that uh, had said, hey, do you know about this guy, Les Grobstein? And kind of, that was my first introduction to him. And then it was probably a couple of years later when I finally got to hear him, you know, because it was before the days of, of, of any station was online and you can go find it. Right. Um, you, you had to kind of physically be in Chicago. And I didn't grow up there, as, as everybody knows. And so... My my actual first exposure to the station was Pappy, was Mike North, and I remember being in the car, you know, when he was on, and listening to this guy that sounds like he's in the super fan sketch from SNL, like, oh my God, they do talk yeah. like that up there. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. Uh, so uh, that was, and and but then to know that Les was like an original, you know, in addition to that, and a guy who did it every single night and. You know, you were telling that story earlier about introducing your ex-girlfriend to him. <laughs> yeah. And I ha- I was like, oh, my God, this exact same thing happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> you were telling that story, and I'm like, oh, my God, I know this story. It's mine. Yes. And the sto- so so the, sto- the story is really quickly, for people who did not hear the story, really quickly. This is like 10... 12 years ago, I, I go to the United Center with with my then-girlfriend, Kim, and uh, to see Lady Gaga, and Kim and I run into Grobber and Kathy, and Grobber just is in full-ass Grobber mode. Lady Gaga's a little bit of a fraud, but but Kathy likes her, and, and he's just all over the board with everything spitting all over the places. He probably had crap coming out of his pocket. The hair is a mess. The glasses are tilted. And so then we walk away, and Kim looks up at me. It's kind of like with this polite yet disturbed and confused look and what comes out of her mouth next was what was just so what was that all about (laughs) what was that what was that and it was in a very polite well-kept way that she asked the classy way but then i had to try to explain what just happened and it's impossible like i've been trying all day today chris it's impossible to to really we're all going to use similar words when it comes to les grobsey but to truly describe him he's the movie that you just gotta watch there's really not a lot i could tell you like you just gotta watch it yeah i mean less he's like pulp fiction you know, if you try yeah. to explain Pulp Fiction to somebody who right. hasn't seen it, yeah, you know, without without the drugs and the the you know the blood and all that stuff, like it's just right. it's like okay, so what's Pulp Fiction about? Like I don't know. You just gotta watch it. I can't tell you. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm so it, this was when our station was in the NBC building, and it was like it was like midnight. I want to say, and there was a time. I mean, I mean, as you know, everybody knows the guy would do overnights for like five hours. And but there was a time, I don't know if you remember this, where they would have him on from like, I want to say like 10 to midnight. And then he would get a break for a couple of hours and then have to come back and do like three to five. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I okay. do. Um, yes. We carried the so, old Dan Patrick show. Yeah, that's OK. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I don't know what I was... I know it was a weeknight. It wasn't a weekend. And I'm with my ex at the time, and we are outside the NBC building walking down... Uh, not uh, Gosh, I, I think it was St. Clair or something. Okay. And we're, okay. we're walking... It was McClurg, and we're walking down the street. Okay. Or I, I don't know, wherever the Dunkin' Donuts is. I can't, I can't remember, but it's right down there. And we're walking toward where the Dunkin' is. I don't know what why we were heading that direction. I have no idea. And then about a block away... I see less, and he's walking down the street toward <laughs> us. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, by himself. <laughs> and so, so I have this moment where I'm like, "Oh no, 
Uh, <laughs> Go another like, way. Okay. Oh, I'm like, well, I can't mission. No, no, no. I can't, I, I can't do that because I think he saw me. So oh, I, you were I made. I'm made, <laughs> so, honey. I've been made. So like, okay, we got to hit this head on. And, and so I'm giving her like a really brief like, okay, he's he's going to talk about sports and it's going to be a lot and you won't understand it. So just he's very, very nice, though. And I love the guy. And I'm trying to like prep her right as he walks up. And I don't man, I don't know what he talked about. I don't know what we talked about. I just know that when it was over, which was probably 25 minutes later, because uh-huh. um, I, I think I think what he had done is go to the Dunkin' in between breaks in his show, ah. you know, to get some coffee or something and then come back. Right. And um, so it was like 25 minutes later, and then he finally, you know, he's like, well, I got to get back to the station. And then, you know, <laughs> we start walking away, and she, <laughs> I remember her going, wow, okay. <laughs> 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 wow okay is like in that in that intonation is like that's it that's wow, it. okay oh, okay all right wow uh, that was interesting <laughs> just like i i know people in my life who less was just um and this isn't a bad thing it's just there are some people that are so unique that that all they can like i know he knew a lot of things and he knew a lot about a lot but he was very sports centric. Oh yeah. And so I feel like every conversation was was through the lens of something that he had seen before. And sometimes there was another guy that um, I'm not going to bring up his name, but it's it's a person you know um, that he would walk up to you and there wouldn't really be small talk. Like the guy wouldn't say, "Hey, Chris, how's it going? What's going mm-hmm. on with you? How's your how's your mom and dad? You know, like uh-huh. that kind of stuff." It would, he'd right. walk right up and go, do you realize that so-and-so has the three-point record for th- whatever? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. And so and so Grober was kind of like that. Like a conversation would start uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. It wasn't like, uh-huh. hey, man, how you doing? Everything good? Where you, what have you been up to? It was just it would go, go right into some sports topic, <laughs> right. which, which was, <laughs> it was, it was super unique, you know. And, and I feel... I don't know. Like I, I know this kind of thing happens where people have regret about how they didn't engage as much as they wanted to. And there were times where I was working at night, and you know, I, I'd get done at like eleven, and um, I'd just be like, "All right, I, I want to go home. Like I, I need to get out of here." Yeah. And I'd be like, "Oh, Les wants to do crosstalk," and I'm like, "Oh man, I really want to go." And and yeah. there were times where I would do it, and then times like I got to get out of here, you know. And I and like now I think, actually not not just now, but in the last several years since I've not been doing that job, I've always regretted not just kind of hanging around more, and and taking advantage of of having those conversations, which were always odd conversations, but it was charming. It was like a really Oh, yeah. There was so, there was something very charming about Les, but not in a classic charming way. It right. was just like I, this I know guy where you're is. Going. A, you know what I mean? Like this guy's I a do. character, and and yeah. he's the nicest of people. Well, there, there's an innocence about him, you know, yes. that that charming. Yes. That, that, he, that he, since he is genuine, and I and I said it earlier, like he still has or had the mentality of of the 14 the 13 or 14 year old sports fan like i which i believe is like the peak of any kids or human beings sports like where you're just a pure fan and you love your team and you hate everybody else's team that that is the way Les was now i don't mean that is a demeaning thing he kept that mentality but then had the experience of a professional broadcaster to back that up and it made for a wild combination but you, and you know what? I know there are probably sports hosts around the country who are similar in that way, but I just I can't imagine that anybody and, and obviously I haven't heard every single show in the country, but I just can't imagine that that anybody else had that combination of of recall and quirkiness and ability and experience and like all of those things i yeah i mean I, people talk about uh steve summers at um wfan, F-A-N. in yeah. new york who just retired you know a few months ago and i i know that was the guy that jerry seinfeld liked like the only sports oh, talk yeah, show host yeah. he liked and he i yeah. think his last show seinfeld called in you know to be a guest um, but i never heard his show like i don't i don't really know much about him i just heard people talk about him 
And one person on Twitter today said that he was similar. And maybe that's true, but I just I can't believe that there would be anybody quite like less. The just the, I mean just the, the the whole overnight thing, the quirkiness and the and the the weirdness of it yeah. is to be celebrated. Yeah. Like the, because I, it it helped give the station it, it was part of the station's soul. Yeah. And it it should always be celebrated and it can't be recreated ever. <laughs> and and I I used to yeah. tell people Mark when I would call when when I moved to St. Louis and I was doing the the show down here um in you know like if the Cubs and Cardinals were playing or you know Sox and Cardinals or whatever people would have me on as a guest, you know, I think I've been on your shows and yeah, you know absolutely. middays and afternoons whatever. Yeah. And you know we t- we get to talking about it, and I would, and a couple of times I vividly remember saying in the last few years, like, "Hey, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you guys something about Les Grobstein. You need to, you need to celebrate that guy because there ain't anybody like him. There's n- there's nobody like that dude. There's definitely oh. nothing like that down here, not not even uh-huh. close to him yeah. down here. Somebody who was willing to do that show for as long as he did. He was almost 70, you know? Yeah. And yeah. and he's like, I'm going to do 5 hours of overnight just every night because I love it that much. Like yeah. you couldn't get most people in their 60s to agree to do that for less than a million bucks. Oh and my God. that guy did it because he freaking loved it. And I tell you what, what I wonder too it's like you're talking about like Les's ability to do that job and being the only one who could do that job. I often want, and I, you know what? I'll ask Mitch Rosen this question because guess what, Chris? Mitch Rosen and I are doing radio from three to five this morning on the score. Um, I will ask. I'm sorry, him, what? The, the, the two uh, of you together or hosting together? Two, we are hosting together. We are co-hosting from three oh to God. five. It's a newer type of show that we're gonna do a little bit later on, but. You know, was score overnights created? Was was it a job opening or a job that was created because less was available? Like he, there's no other character that that could have been casted. So it, I don't know. I don't know what happens going forward because if the job was created for Grobber, there's nobody else that could perform the the overnights the way Les did. Well, if I remember right, there was there was a time overnight where he was not on. I think when I I first started in the fall of 2002. And yeah. I don't think we had less. I think he had been there for a long time, was not there, and I want to say right. he came back. Like they, well, like Mitch yeah, brought him back, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, there's been other people who've done like, like Tommy Williams used to do. He wasn't here in... when I got here. Oh, okay, but he did some version of overnight. I can't, I can't remember yeah. another guy that just a sweet man. Tommy Williams loved Big Potna. Tom, Big uh, Potna people. Yeah, my friends used to love Big Potna. They used to tell me about him all the time, and I, I never heard of him. You know, well, I never heard him. I, no, no. I mean, I never heard him myself. That's what I. Oh, think. I got you. I got you. But like you. my okay. buddies, uh, you know, coming out of college, were like, "Oh man, Tommy, this, this guy's great." Uh, oh, yeah. that's hilarious, man. But yeah, so I, I, so on Mitch's watch, I don't. I think it's always been less on the. But maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Because I, 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 I feel get... like he brought him back. That's what I he think did. happened. But I could be wrong. Okay. All right. Well, we'll 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 straighten all that out with with Mitchy Pooh between uh, <laughs> three o'clock and five o'clock this morning. So. So I just um, I, I I think Grody that he's um, I I don't know if anybody else can do that. I, I mean I said it earlier that I'm not sure he's replaceable. I just I mean you you can yeah. have a younger person do it and they might be really good. Um, you know somebody who's hungry and wants to work all night, yeah. uh, or somebody who just likes being up all night. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I you you'll, it'll never be what that was. What what his show was. And amen. I yeah I we always got at my old show down in St. Louis. Um, one of the co-hosts loved the Lee Elia rant, and I loved being able to tell him like, I know oh, the only yeah. guy who had a microphone in the room that day. And you can like, probably I, get him on the radio right now. Yeah, I, I <laughs> love. Here's an. Can I tell you another really uh, odd thing, and maybe you can clear this up for me. Because, sure. And, and this is the thing. I, I don't know what your show's been like for the first hour or so before I was on, but I'm assuming it's just we're talking about all the weird stuff Les did. And, yes. And, and you know what? That's that's okay. I think, like, most people in a situation like this, it probably wouldn't be like this. But with him, it's perfect in some way, if that makes sense. Like, it's just – it's perfect oh, yeah. that we're, we're celebrating the oddity oh, of absolutely. that man because that, that was – whatever anyway can you clear this up for me one time 
I think it was it was one of the first few times I had worked at night when he was there. I, you know, I was working and then he was coming in after, and um, he was microwaving something. I don't know what it was, but it was oh, in yeah. it was in the old NBC building. Okay. Uh-huh. And I walked by the little kitchen, like I was just passing by, I think, going to the bathroom, and he's he's at the microwave, and he's like leaning over as the microwave is on, you know, it's cooking whatever's in there. <laughs> And he's leaning over, like, maybe three inches from the door of the microwave, staring into it. <laughs> okay. Like, it's like he's a kid watching TV. And okay. I, I'm like, I don't know if he does that all the time. Like, did you ever see him do that? Like, is that just, did he just like, watch food get microwaved like that? Oh, my like God. He, he enjoys the show. See, this goes back to him being a 14-year-old. He's like, <laughs> I love watching. I, I love it. I love, like, I feel like that's such a great question, Chris, because I feel like we only, as long as Les has been around, and as you mentioned, almost 70 years old when we lost him, I feel like we're just starting to scratch the surface of what Les was really about and what the yeah. real quirks were. He's like his own planet, which Les would appreciate. Just starting to scratch the surface of what is in Planet Grover. And that's the thing. Like, all the people on the station, you pretty much know what they are, right? Like, you yeah. you know what everybody is. I, I really do feel like there was still a lot of mystery with him. Like, as, as, long, as, he had been, as long as he had been around and as much as you had known him, there's a lot about that guy you just didn't know. No, I and, know. Yeah. I mean, Chris, just, just like... When Danny and I were, were doing the 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 um, the radiothon that Danny Parkins performed, and he told us about his love of bananas and some uh, a situation where he admitted to essentially being a sex addict, and we we're like, "Hey, wait, that... wait, no, no, wait, come on, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a little more it's convoluted how we got there, and we're gonna play it at oh, some wait point a time. Wait a minute. So that's why I heard you like. 20 minutes ago saying that we knew Les was a sex addict yeah, you were being yeah. serious yeah I wasn't kidding man like it happened and he on live radio he, let's just put it this way he never said those words but we said them and he never denied it you know oh, use your imagination and you're probably right it's kind of kind of where we were with Les and I promise I, I it, that's what happened it was on on the it was happened on live radio we will bring it back to you and by the way Chris I have gotten a, a text message from the man himself, Mitch Rosen, he is up, and when he got to the score, Mitch Rosen, the overnight was syndicated programming. So yeah. when he when then then he says when I came in, then I brought Les back. So that's what I thought. Okay. He, okay. So yeah. So it was yeah. Right now it's yeah. It's starting to come to me. Yeah. The the there was the yeah. It was an overnight show that was syndicated i don't remember who did the show or anything like that but then les came back and it did made us whole is what it did chris yeah it, and it was perfect you, you have to have i think um and i know radio is different now and a, a lot of places around the country just don't bother with it but to have programming all day like 24 hours a day that's just that's <laughs> that's only local you know, and there are some exceptions, of course. You've, you've got some weekend stuff and games and whatnot, but, you know, to have that is special. And then to have him doing it is is even more special. And it's just, it, it's uncreate, unrecreatable. I don't know if that's a word or not, but I just made it up. You can't we totally really, get it. Yep. You can't really do that again. Amen, brother. Ranji, thanks for jumping on. Appreciate you sharing some of your, your memories and thoughts and discoveries on the great Les Grobstein. He is the. I mean, you, you, everybody keeps calling him a, a sports encyclopedia, but I, I feel like he's more of a sports Wikipedia, and because oh, like that's a good because of, well because a Wikipedia has everything and maybe yeah. some details are not quite right, but for the yes. most part, <laughs> like like ninety five percent of it is yes. spot on. You yes. know what I mean? And it's it's and it's instant. Yes. You don't have to go look for it. You can it's just he's got it and or had it and oh. we're talking about him in past tense. All right. I know, I know. Thanks, Chris.
See you, buddy. Love you. Yeah, love you too, man. Yeah. Oh, that's so good, though. Yes, less is more Wikipedia because he's all over the place. He goes into detail. Sometimes you get lost. Sometimes it's, it gets too long sometimes. Sometimes it's too much information on Wikipedia. And you're like, no, I just really I really just wanted the, the thumbnail. I just wanted this or that. But Les gives it all to, and you're right. Like he's not a dictionary or encyclopedia because he'll get, he'll get some things wrong. Les, you know, he, through the years that you know, starting to get a little older, he'd he'd miss some things, and you know, the the internet comes along and Les can be fact checked. So he didn't always get it right, but guess what? He got it right more than any of us in terms of recalling, you know, the mundane, as I say. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. I promise we are going to get right back to your phone calls. We shall take a break, and then we will continue to celebrate Les Grobstein. I'm Mark Grody. This is Chicago Sports Radio six seventy. The score. This is Sports Radio six seventy. The score and six seventy. The score.com. Chicago Sports Station. He was on a team that, and, and no, game. without oh, that offense, oh, they... Come on, Les, come on. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm. You earned that one, Jack. He did Sorry. not, he didn't earn that. No, he didn't. Cutler's actually, better. Actually, I did, actually, I did. Adam, how old were you in 1985? Stop. It doesn't Adam, matter. how old oh. were you in 1985? It doesn't matter, Les. It, it does matter. No, it does oh. I was at every Jay single Cutler's game. Better. Oh. Jay Cutler's better. I've been at every game Cutler has played as a Bear, and I was at every game in 85. You weren't. Oh, well, actually, I don't I, care. I wasn't every, are you talking to me or Adam? Now? Both of you. Okay. Well, I don't know who Adam is, but Adam, you're exactly right. There's no question. You're both you're crazy. Right. You're oh, both uh, crazy. How can you say really? that? I just oh, did. Well, Watch my lips. Better. Uh, that, okay. <laughs> Oh, my God. I don't know if I've ever heard that. That's pretty good. In that, in that, oh, my God. That is so good. Less arguing that Jim McMahon was better than Jay Cutler. It's not a, that's not a crazy thing to throw up there for debate. But Jay Cutler, you know, he does hold the records for the Bears. It's funny. You know, while we're on that topic, you know, everybody does the Bears haven't had a quarterback since Sid Luckman. And that's when you had a winning quarterback. The records, it's Jay Cutler is like is the guy they have to start using in that regard. Like when when it's Thursday night football or Monday night football or Sunday night, whatever primetime game it is, and they do the Bears thing and they haven't then they talk about all the they haven't had a quarterback since Sid Luck. No, it's it's Jay Cutler. But uh I love Jim McMahon too. He was he might have been a better quarterback than Jay Cutler because he won. Anyway, I'm Mark Rohde. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. We are mourning the loss of one of Chicago's greatest ever in sports radio. Les Grobstein lost him uh, on Sunday afternoon at the age of 69. And I am thrilled right now. I've learned that on the, the phone with us right now is Scott Grobstein. And Scott Grobstein is the <laughs> son of... Of Les Grobstein, Scott, man, I am I am so pleased that you have hey, called buddy. in. How are you, man? I'm, you know, I, I, first of all, I was going to say, I wonder how he would have reacted if he knows that my son has a Jake Cutler jersey hanging up in his closet right now. <laughs> Ooh, just saying. And, and I remember hearing that um, that show live, and I'm driving, and I'm like. Oh. I, yeah, there's so many cringeworthy m- moments, but I'm I'm driving like, oh my gosh, he's getting so many, he's roasting this guy. Let it go, let it go. But <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 hanging in there, man. How you doing? I am doing well. It's uh, you know, this has been radiotherapy yeah, for me for me all day. So I'm kind of going on my my fourth and fifth hours of trying to to talk through all of this um, and try to make sense yeah. of it. I, I, I don't know. Have you been able to make sense of it? That's a weird thing to ask about somebody dying. It, no, you know what? It, 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 it's, it, you're right. And I know you and I have talked, you know, quite a bit in the past week um, just with, with the stuff going on and not, not, not exactly fully knowing, you know, this, this situation. And um, yeah, it's, I, no, I haven't, fully made sense of it yet i'm just i'm still trying to process um i knew some stuff was going down but obviously didn't know it was gonna um 
result in the way it did yesterday. But, you know, it, it's funny because I, I tell you what, man, and a lot of it's to you and we've talked. I've been laughing a whole lot more than uh, uh, feeling sad today just because of uh, – everything going on on the score and just, just, just literally laughing out loud to the point where my kids are like, really again? I'm like, <laughs> I need this. And then of course, when they play like the, uh, melodramatic, you know, the school remembers and I'm like, Oh man. So, <laughs> oh yeah. You know, right. The, it's the little, the, the master's music in the background. Yeah. Even my wife's hard. like, they're playing that again. I'm going to start crying. And I'm like, I know it's, it's what they do. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a whirlwind, man. Of course. That's the word I use. It's a whirlwind. It is totally a whirlwind. And I, I gotta be honest with you, Scott. It, it's, it's, I'm glad that you guys are enjoying what we are doing because it, it is awesome. really important to me to preside over this correctly. You have no idea what it has done. And it, it, you said it, man, it's, it's therapy. I mean, we obviously are out and about doing a lot of, you know, running around logistics, things like that. And I have pretty much all demanded that, you know, 670 stays on from pretty much from six in the morning this morning. <laughs> Cause I went out with David and, um, yeah, I, I just, I've, I've needed to hear it all day long. And it's not because, Hey, I want the brag sheet. I want the pride. It's just, it's the therapy. It's just the, there's so many stories and they're all hilarious. They're all weird. They're all awkward and they're all true. <laughs> Whether he's, he's, he's the same guy was the same guy on the earth that he was off the air. Um, it, it, real, real funny, quick story. <laughs> yeah, please, please. A funny, quick story. All yeah. right, so he and I, our relationship has pretty much been for a while. You know, we meet up once a month for lunch, and we talk about whatever he wants to talk about with sports, right? So <laughs> we're at <laughs> – see, I let him lead. I let him lead the convo, and, Good. you know, that's fine. If I need to know about Northwestern in 1982, he's got me. So <laughs> we're – I think we're at Firehouse or something. I don't know, wherever we were. He's ordering his food. Both he and I hate condiments on our food. It's a, it's one of the quirks I got from him. No ketchup, mm. no mustard, no dressing. Okay? Mm. He's at the counter. He's ordering his food, and he emphasizes no mayo on his sandwich. And, he okay. and you know, normally I'm thinking how I would, I would order, you know, hey, please, no mayo, you know, you know plain, please. He would say, oh, you would do it better than it. No mayo. If it's on there, I get sick to my stomach. I'll return it. I'm not eating it. And he's louder, louder, louder each sentence. <laughs> and, I, and this is where I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a teacher, as you know, and this uh-huh. is right around where I teach. And I oh, boy. former students in there working, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm falling backwards. I'm like, I'm going to go get us a table far away from whatever you're doing right now. So... <laughs> It's, so a buddy and I who works with me, that's oh. been the slow, you know, that's been the, the saying now, no mayo, walk by my room in the middle of teaching, I'll be like, no mayo. So, so you're welcome. Oh, that's incredible, man. Yeah, did, you you ever get to the bo- did you ever get to the bottom of why he was so adamant? And like, had they, had they told him they might put the mayo on and then he exploded? I mean, what happened? No, he, 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 they were like, okay, no problem. He's like, no, I'm serious. It'll get me sick to my stomach and I won't. I mean, are, why are you threatening this guy? He's not going to put mayo on. And of course, and of course I, I kind of shoot the whole, I'm so sorry. Look, I promise we're not both like that. And uh, it was, man, was it a trip? I mean, he, he was, you might as well brought up Cutler. He was steaming. Yeah, it was. Oh my God! So, he didn't, so it's you, not like he, you know, put mayo last time. He just never did. So, so, I don't know. so you you had to have that parachute a lot, didn't you? Like you probably 100%. knew that. Like you're always in a pot- there's always a potential situation if it's you oh, and yeah. less and customer service or just other people, right? So you're always ready. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. And and my my boys were ready for it too. I mean, I have a nine year old and a fifteen year old and. They knew, you know, be ready for whatever when we go anywhere. And I mean, we went to the other. There was some time where he had Hawks tickets for us, and I guess they, his friend had them for us, and I guess they were for the wrong night. And all you know what broke loose, and he's going nuts oh, no. to the Hawks. It was, oh. it was more funny, but it was it was cringeworthy. So I mean, that was <laughs> yeah. his passion, you know. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, Everything, everything that he did on the air, like I said, it was, uh, 
it was it was real. <laughs> so it just it, went it was, with it. Yeah, and and that's what the way we are do? too. Well, yeah, well, that's that's yeah. sort of we are, and sometimes we poke the bear a little bit too much. But I don't think he's ever truly no. been offended by anything. No, not at all. When you did the Super Bowl thing, and he got you know totally yeah. out of his mind with that, I actually yeah. called him right after. I'm like, dude, why are you so mad at Grody? Is this a bit? Are you like, what's your deal? And, you know, that's usually was my question. Like, what, what's, what the hell? What's with the coffee maker? Like, what are you doing? And it's like, no, no, we're fine, we're fine. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Man. So, that's what he said. That's what he said to me too. When I, I, that was the only yeah. time I think of all of our conversations. I think it's the only time where I was like, I hope he's not pissed because I was yeah. maybe one too far, but yeah, he, it was always all good. And he, he washed right. that away and he just, it was like, <laughs> uh, he just knew it was part of what he did and it would came in a very genuine, innocent way. Didn't it? Yeah. I didn't know it was so secretive about that Super Bowl thing either. I'm not sure why it was, uh, why he <laughs> kind of guarded with it, but must've been a special Super Bowl. So <laughs> you're hilarious. So you have to, you just, you yeah. sort of have this, like if people now that you're probably going to meet a lot of people that yeah. you don't know, but you, maybe you know of, and then, and you're going to have sure. to have this aw shucks. Hey, Oh yeah. I'm, I'm sorry about this. And I know less yeah. is a little bit like you, you explaining grabber and rationalizing and, and being the, <laughs> the quote unquote normal grabber or uh, grobstein in the house. Yeah, well, I think I mean, I've kind of become grabber to among my friends, but you know, I'm the the younger one, I guess. But gotcha. Yeah, it's people know what they're, and of course, my close friends are just, and everyone. I just want to say that too, real quick. I mean, without saying the listeners, the Mitch, you, Bruce, David, everyone I've spoken to, just unbelievable, just just absolutely incredible, and. I've laughed a lot today, but I've definitely felt reassured that you guys took care of them and, you know, cared about them and the whole world seemed to, which was, which is awesome. Not to, not to bring it all, you know, <laughs> somber there for a second, but I, no, I, I needed I... to say that. Yeah. That's where the emotions are, right? They're all over. But um, yeah, every, everyone kind of knows um, in my circle, what you expect with him. And, you know, I, I, <laughs> I had to prep, prep my wife, who I've obviously been married to for a while now, but when she first met him and um, any of my other friends, I'm like, yeah, he's uh, he's the sports guy. Um, don't tell him you like the Packers, though. Do me a favor. Yeah, avoid yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just avoid That's don't. the only thing. If you can avoid yeah. it, that would don't probably... Don't bring up politics. That's yeah, a no. Yeah, don't get so. going on the politics. Do not... Yeah. If, you, if there's any Lakers fans that happen to be no. here, probably it'd be a good idea to sit this one out, maybe. Yeah, uh, there's some no-nos there. You will be dumped. <laughs> it'll yeah, it'll yeah. be the seven second you're dumped. That's, Dump that's hilarious. I never thought of Les as, as being a person who comes with a disclaimer, like we, because he's yeah. harmless. He's harmless, but but oh, it could be it could come it could come off the wrong way if you don't yes. explain him an, uh, ahead of time. Jump, yes. dump him, and dump I, him, like dump I said, him. There it is. I'm like, what? Why? Why though? Why are you? <laughs> and I'm like cringing. I'm like, are you? You were. Can you imagine the, all the producers? Like, what are they thinking? Oh I mean, I know God. exactly what they're thinking because I'm thinking it too. But yeah, it's uh, he. <laughs> it's just how it was, man. Um, but it's uh, it's you know grinding through it. It's it's obviously not <clears throat> fully surreal. It's just I'm I I do this i do the humor thing that's my coping mechanism with anything that's not fun to deal with so yeah. um this has been the perfect day for that you know yeah what what i i do have to ask you like beyond the yeah. the the grobberness well this is still part of his grobberness why sure, sure. does he his his sports love like yeah. have you figured have you figured it out um I haven't. I know, you know, and, and this is where it gets kind of, kind of, you know, complicated. I didn't live with him most of my life. You know, even parents got divorced when I was two. I, gotcha. I was my okay. my mom's the first wife. Um, there were a couple more, <laughs> and so <laughs> yep, yep. I, yeah, so I was I was the first one. Um, so yeah, I think he just his his passion just he just got in became in love with the with the the career and everything sports and obviously you know there were their sacrifices that you know came along with that but he uh 
he he was dedicated to it with like unlike anyone I've ever I've ever seen or heard. I thought yeah. I was in sports. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, no, I mean, we we all are. Obviously, we all are, and I I wouldn't work at a sports radio station if I didn't, at my base, have a whole hell of a lot of passion. But we all know, Les takes it to another level, and his desire, his want, his need to be at every game, and then get back to his microphone, and then cover all the Bears games and all the Super Bowls. That's the part that I have never really gotten to the bottom of but there and, and but yeah. but basically you're you're telling me a little you're giving me some good intel because oh, you're telling yeah. me there, the, that there wasn't really any like he was just a big sports fan and maybe it's not that but, complicated no it's not he was not a, it's not a complicated thing at all i mean he he and i went on a trip my sophomore year in high school and this was kind of the fun you know growing up oh your dad's a sportscaster you get to go on these trips and go to these games and that part was you know it's kind of fun getting to do that uh-huh. stuff but you know, we, we I went with him when he was working UIC hockey. I went with him up to Alaska for the college hockey tournament up there. So we spent a couple nights up there. And on the way back, we took a detour through Phoenix over the weekend, went to the Lovely. Bears-Cardinals game, and then that night hit up a Suns game, and then the night took a red eye back home. And this was in the span of about 72 hours. So, And he continued to remind me that was an 80-degree difference and I'm like, yes, we've had that talk many times. So. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. He always had prepared yeah, material, I, like something like that, like the, the mm-hmm. like having that number. He always had something for yep. you that was going to be scripted or that, would, or that would be the theme of the day. Right, and clearly was stale, but he, you know, just kept it fresh, I guess. I mean, we were at a Bulls game. It was Hawaiian. You know, I sound like him. We were at a Bulls game, and, you know, it was, it was, it was Hawaiian night, and he just he wanted to be original and go up to random people and go, mahalo, and just random people, mahalo. Like, you kidding me? Like, and it was be a pause, like he was building towards something dramatic, and he would just say, mahalo. I'm like, I've heard of that word before. Okay, I got it. And it's just, you know. This that is what it was. That's incredible. And uh, is it is it true that you are the natural successor to score overnight? That it has to be a Grobstein, so you'll be you'll you be know what? you'll be filling in soon and doing overnight. Just yeah, like Dad. I mean, considering I'm on uh, carpool duty in about four hours, you know what could go wrong with that? So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I wanted to do this for a career. I wanted, you know, because of him, I wanted to go into sports casting. And, you know, I was saying, you know, Chris was telling you, we, we you know, knew each other a little bit from ISU. And yeah. um, I actually, I don't know if you knew this, Mark, but I was actually a sales intern at the score back in oh, I had no one. Yeah, Lawrence really? Holmes took me on my first sales call. Yep. Yep. I had no well, idea. I know. I wanted to go there, and then I ended up working sales at, uh, 104.3 with Biondi, and that was, you know, I wanted to somehow stay in Chicago and do radio, and I didn't know where I was going to go with it. I saw the lifestyle he lived, and, you know, you take the good with the bad, and then I kind of did a, a 180, and um, obviously <laughs> a, a teacher, so um, yeah, I got some time in that. I can do it. Why not? I'll talk to Mitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hilarious, man. So when you went to you went to ISU, did, were did. you a brought were you a in the mass communications program at Illinois State? Yeah, so I was a I was actually a music major. So oh, unlike yeah, okay. him when he tried, you know, the bear down thing, um, I yeah I was a voice guy. So I was the choir, you know, glee nerdy guy in high school. So that's okay. what I did in college, and then I was a minor in communication. So. I spent half my time in the music building and half my time over at, uh, you know, the radio station doing stuff there. So it's, uh, and then, yeah, it was, it was fun. I missed those days, of course. Of course. And then Les used to always talk because now that, you know, you just stimulated the thought process on you singing. (laughs) Where where did you sing the national anthem? Because Les always tells this story. That would be 1060 West Addison. That would be a Wrigley Field. Yeah, I have. So, and I always feel like weird saying that, like, oh, it's, you know, it's it's never about the, you know, the, the whatever, the fame or recognition, but he, it was a nice, it was a nice way to, you know, I was able to do it. I think I did it four times um, in the early 2000s and it was, uh, it, it was a lot of fun. It was the uh, first time I knew it was going to be on TV. I had, you know, five cameras in my face and oh my, my buddy who was a vendor that day, made sure he was in my peripheral to try to mess me up and. 
Oh, and no. It uh, didn't work. I did okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was trying to, like, give me, like, the grinning, you know. He was a Sox fan, so go figure. Oh, my God. That's um, horrible. That's horrible. That's a yeah. big moment singing the National yeah. Anthem. You can't have somebody playing jackass over there. No. Come on. No. Oh, I let him know. <laughs> no, <laughs> we, it was it was great. That That is definitely a, was, was a really neat experience to be able to do that. Yeah, no, Les, Les always liked to talk about that and always like Les. The beautiful thing about Les is he would tell the same stories over and over and over. And oh, to him, yes. though, it, it definitely was presented like he was telling it the first time. And he would always say, yep. he would always tell him, yes, my son Scott went to Illinois, he went to ISU just like you did. And they went, yes, he did. I, and yeah, like, I've always felt it. like I've known you, even though I don't really know you. So I know. I know. That's, that's I know. It's, uh, and he would make sure to show me his picture with Bill Murray and Michael Jordan just to make sure, you know, who this guy is. I'm like, yes, that's Harold Ramis. <laughs> We've established that as well. So he obviously, you know, you know just, uh, and that would be at our, our, our lunch outings as well. That would be what half of the lunch outing would be is him showing yeah. me his Olympics. So, oh, man. Um, Scott, yeah. this, is, this has been phenomenal it's funny because you and i were uh, chatting via text earlier and and i was just checking on you and you were saying hey whatever you need and what i wanted to ask you was would you come on the overnight show but i was like i'm not gonna do that to you because you had to be wiped so the fact that you picked up the phone unprompted means a lot to me thank you scott oh man right back at you and i think i'm obviously i'm running on fumes i i am a night owl but i probably should you know normally would be sleeping now but for a lot of reasons, I was up, and obviously I wanted to, you know, check in with your, you know, with what you're doing tonight. And thank you so much for for doing this. And yeah, I figured I'm up. I got some energy right now to burn, so let's uh, let's give a phone call. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, and and my my Absolutely. sincere condolences to you thank and you. to to your family and to all thank of you. of your relatives and your close friends that you guys will privately mourn with yep. and i look forward to hopefully seeing you in, in honor of less at, at some point in time soon my friend absolutely thank you chicago thank you to your fans and just and, and thank you mark it, it's it's i i'm now i'm speechless because now i mean it's just been awesome thank you scott have a good night that is scott grobstein less grobstein's son scott and that that was great and uh you know, I, I really, it's, he's so normal. That's what you're all thinking, right? He's really got his head screwed on the right way. He, he doesn't seem like Les at all. Like, it's just beautiful. Like, Les is, Les is that guy around everybody. He is the same dude. So we can all compare notes. Like, some of us would get, oh, yeah, Mark, yeah, yeah, he's kind of solitary. Mark, he's very social. Mark, oh, he's a little bit withdrawn. Mark's very, you know, like, we're all, like, many different people less just we've just learned from that conversation with his son he's just the less that you hear on the radio that's the way he is and i know we always say that and it sounds cliche and trite and all of that and like you could just interchange that and use that with anybody but less really he's pretty damn close to what you hear on the air that's his every day in your path with a few words that he probably can't use on the radio. So maybe the language is slightly different, but that's pretty much him. And I cannot say the same of anybody at the score, and that includes me. So that, that, is, that is just it. That is his talent, his gift, his everything is his grobberness, which go that everybody sees, and there are no... I learned new things. Like I said, I, I learned about Grobber. I learned about Grobber just now. Um, we learned earlier about Grobber and in being into charity, charitable organizations and events earlier. So we could still learn about him. But the essence of him is there for everybody to see. He is, he is always the same person. And there's not a lot of people like that where you can absolutely 100% depend on somebody to be as they are always. And none of us really likes change. So Grobber represented that for all of us. He represented something static that was just right there for you. And you could partake in it. You could interact with it. You could have fun with it. It was less Grobstein for all of us. So, yeah, that, and that was great talking to, to Scott 
Grobstein. I'm Mark Grody. We are mourning the loss of our friend and our colleague, Les Grobstein, and would love to hear from, from you guys, the, the loyal Grober listeners, 312-644-6767. Who knows who we might hear from along the way as well. And I can tell you one person that will join me at 3 o'clock this morning, and that is the man that hired Les Grobstein. That is our boss, Mitch Rosen. He hired Les Grobstein, and not just that, but he's known Les Grobstein just as long as anybody in this town. He he knows the—Mitch know, can connect Grobber dots probably better than most when it comes to the industry and personal. So Mitch will provide a, a wide breadth of grobberness as we continue here on The Score. I'm Mark Grody. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 